It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. and shine nerds welcome to the back row morning show a part of the love thy nerd podcast network i'm radio matt and i'm mo and we're the official exclusive morning show for ltn radio nearly all of love thy nerd shows and podcasts air on ltn radio first and you'll also find an amazing mix of christian rock rap pop and indie all week long that's right so if you're listening to our show on podcast you're late and you're missing out on all we have to offer check out ltnonair.com or download the line 365 app search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show, what we searched in 2020. We also have a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, December 21st, 2020, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Today is Look on the Bright Side Day. Yeah. The bright mm-hmm. side is we're almost done with 2020. So stop being <laughs> pessimistic. Channel in your inner mo. <laughs> Be an optimist. Uh, it's also National French Fried Shrimp Day. Is there a difference between French fried, fried and, fried? and fried? fried? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing. I love me some popcorn shrimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I prefer popcorn shrimp to like fried shrimp. Yeah. Because I can, I feel a lot better of just tossing a popcorn shrimp in my mouth than I do a fried shrimp. Because sometimes they don't get all the tail. On a fried shrimp. That's true. And you're Popcorn there, shrimp, you don't got to worry about that stuff. Yeah, you're sitting there chewing, and all of a sudden you get what is obviously not shrimp. It's tail. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, it's also National Crossword Puzzle Day. So look on the bright side and work your brain. <laughs> and eat some, pop, or, yeah, eat some popcorn shrimp. <laughs> uh, international Dalek remembrance day Mm -hmm. did i say it right you did okay for all those fallen daleks Mm -hmm. uh okay so now we eat popcorn shrimp challenge your brain with a crossword puzzle while looking on the bright side with doctor who playing in the background exactly okay Uh uh-huh and lastly (laughs) you have to do all those things with me because it's national (laughs) short girl appreciation day and I'm short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all the women in my life are short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very short. It's still weird. I'm not the shortest of the women in your life. That's true. Though. You're not. I think I might actually be the tallest. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Which isn't saying a lot considering I'm 5'3". So. <laughs> Daedra's five, uh, five, I think 5'1 and a little bit. Is what she says. And, <laughs> one and a little bit. And Hillary is five foot and a half, I think, inch. <clears throat> like, they're really close, Deidre and Hillary are. Uh, but yeah, no tall women in my life. No. And I never, it, it, what's weird, and I mean, I don't know if this is true for all relatively tall people. I'm 6'2", for those who don't know, uh, which is, I guess, average tall person height. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not Shaquille O'Neal over here, but uh, 
in many ways. But <laughs> but I don't really realize the difference in like my wife and I. Yeah. Generally in life. It's only when I see pictures of us I'm like, "Oh gosh, her head doesn't even reach the top of my shoulders." Yeah. It's really strange, but I don't like notice that. Yeah. It's really strange to me. That's Anyway, a lot of holidays and all of them strange. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're not, for the longest time, I think that I would have been like 6'2". You don't consider that tall, but you did say it's average tall person Average height. tall person height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got that. I would have thought that you were like super tall until, my dad was six foot, just like six foot and some. Yeah. So, to me, tall guys were just... That was life. Standard. Yeah. Um, however, when I started dating, I've only dated one guy that was tall, and he was 6'4", mm. and I'm 5'3". So that that's to me, that felt difference. weird. Yeah. It felt really weird. Wow. That's over a foot. Yeah. But the boy's youth pastor is 6'9". He is huge. Wow. And I don't realize, like, you know, he'll lead worship or he'll be up on stage. He'll give a message. And I don't realize from far away just how tall he is until I go up to talk to him. And I'm like, Craning literally, yeah, <laughs> my neck is going to break talking to him. And his wife is actually shorter than I am by an inch or so. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> That's one of those things where you just don't realize it until you're right next to the person and trying to have a conversation. You are massive. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I saw a post, I think, on Facebook the other day that was like, if, if you're a short person and you can't reach something in the grocery store, it's okay to ask us tall people. We have accepted our role in society. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I actually feel really good when anybody asks me to, hey, can you reach this for me? I'm like, really? absolutely I can. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, little person. Wow. <laughs> How rude. You know, though, I have to say, I was in Walgreens the other day picking up a couple things, and there was a woman who was probably in her mid to late 60s, okay? She was a tall woman, mm -hmm. I would say about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, about my mom's height which my mom is five, nine and a half. Yeah. So, um, which again, everybody in my life has been tall. <laughs> my sister and brother are both over six foot. Wow. I don't know where I came from. <laughs> um, but the lady was about five, nine and she was wanting a soccer ball from the top shelf, which she could clearly reach. I mean, she's five, nine. Yeah. And there was a gentleman to her left who was shorter than her. Not short, but shorter than her. And she asked him to get it for her. And I was like, lady, you got at least an inch on this dude. <laughs> but I guess because he was maybe 10, 15 years younger, she just thought he needed to get that soccer ball off the top shelf for her instead of her doing it. Hmm. I hope I'm not that lady when I'm 65. I hope I still remember to be independent. <laughs> Maybe she's got some weird arm condition. She can't lift her arm that she high. She reached the shelf directly <laughs> under it to get the jewelry set that was right there. All right, all right, all right. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't understand. Why couldn't you get the soccer ball? How's your week been, Mo? Well, you just heard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Followed that lady around, watching her <laughs> grab high things. I'm just thinking this hypocritically. <laughs> that is exactly what I thought. Um, no, it's been it's been a fairly good week. I have crossed over into a new um, adventure in parenting. I have a 15 year old. <laughs> he officially turned 15 yesterday on the 20th. And I'm both excited and heartbroken all at the same time. <laughs> but isn't that like every year? No. You're not For excited and heartbroken? For some reason, this like 15 seems so much bigger to me. Really? I don't know. I haven't been able to figure it out. I keep going back and forth with, is it because 15 for me was such a hard year? Mm, yeah. Or is it because he's so close to driving? I don't know. See, I would, I would imagine it would be the sixteen would be the the big change because that's when that's when they drive, they yeah. drive, and that's a huge moment. But I think to me, sixteen is just going to be exciting. Hmm. I don't know yet. Obviously, I'll tell you <laughs> in hoping. a year, three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> days from now, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking that sixteen is just going to be exciting, whereas fifteen, you still have. Not a whole lot is happening. Yes, you he gets his permit and, you know, a little more responsibility and a little more trust and what independence. But I don't know. There's still time in there to really ponder just how old he is. Yeah. Whereas I think with 16, it's just going to be full of exciting things. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's jump on board. I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems weird. That and I'm realizing that in order to have a 15-year-old, I have to be old. <laughs> so there's no more lying. Well, imagine or, how I'm going to feel when I have a 15-year-old. Right. Which is still nine years away. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll feel really old. Yep. Um, so my week's been fairly standard. Uh, a lot of work, preparing things, getting stuff uh, behind the scenes done for... Christmas week here at LTN Radio, um, but outside of that, I'm having a bit of a crisis. Okay. Okay. In two different areas. Number one, I am drinking Diet Coke like a basic middle-aged white woman. Okay. I have hated Coke and Diet Coke. My entire life, mm-hmm. stemming from when I was a child. Okay. When my mother gave me some really gross medicine mixed with mm-hmm. Coke, hoping it would taste all right. Right. And it destroyed me. I remember that awful. story. Yeah. Deidre and I went on that trip uh, back in September, and we were at a certain restaurant that the only diet drink they had, and this was the only time we came across this, the only diet drink they had was Diet Coke. Every other place had Diet Dr. Pepper or something else. Okay. Um, What part? Where were you? I'm just out of curiosity. Honestly, I'm pretty sure this was in Oklahoma when we were coming back. Okay. Um, So we were there. We had this menu, and I'm like, I really don't want to just drink water. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a Diet Diet Coke, and I'm like, I'm just going to give it a shot. And I loved it. Okay. But I thought that was a one-off. I'm Mm -hmm. like, hmm, they just had... the, the ratio of syrup to carbonation they got going on here hit the spot. 
but I started craving Diet Coke. Okay. I have bought cases of Diet Coke, which it's 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 frightening to me. Okay. And then on a separate note, I'm also becoming more of a cowboy, which is also something I don't like. I've told you I have the weird quirk of whenever a stranger says hi to me, mm-hmm. I say howdy, howdy. Mm-hmm. in a cowboy accent, and I tip an imaginary cowboy hat that yeah. I don't mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. I have noticed now, whenever a stranger actually strikes up a, a conversation, I carry on that cowboy accent. Who are you hanging out with these days? Nobody who talks like a cowboy. <laughs> Listen, as long as you don't buy boots, I think you're oh, okay. I definitely, no. I can't pull off boots or a hat. I know that. I had those when I was a kid. Didn't like them then either. But like, I'll just, uh, it'll start off with the howdy. And I don't know if my brain's like, you started with the howdy. You got to continue on. So I'm like. Okay, so <laughs> you know how to fix this one if it's really bothering you that much. No, I don't. You just, yeah. <laughs> You I've been trying to, to fix the howdy. Yourself. I've been trying to fix the howdy for years. It's you got to work on it. You <laughs> apply the twelve steps. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like if I wanted to reinvent my my voice, like if we move somewhere else far away from this area, because I mean we are ten miles from Texas. I've lived ten miles from Texas. Which life. is why nobody thinks it's weird when you carry on a right. cowboy accent. Right. I'm like I I could pull off a cowboy accent. Wow. Okay. I could. I couldn't go high like that. I'd have to keep it low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, it's very subtle for this area. You, you know, I think that maybe you're just now realizing that you do that. Because I have noticed we've had conversations for years. Yeah. Years. Even when we were going to church together. Where every now and then I would catch... We'd be talking, just one of our quick conversations, and you would sound a little more country than normal. And so I'd just kind of be like, okay, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just that word. I won't say anything. Maybe I don't want him to have a... A little bit of the Texas twang. I don't want him to have a complex about it, so I won't (laughs) say anything. But few and far between. Yeah. But it would happen occasionally. And so maybe now, just the older that you're getting, your brain isn't as sharp as it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I know that my mother has that kind of southern mm-hmm. inner, like she says, wash instead mm-hmm. of wash, and and uh, all that. And she has a, she has a lot of those uh, southern mispronunciations, is what I'll call them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I've been able to retrain my brain out of those, except for one. I still say wash rag. Yeah. Instead of wash rag. And it's, it sound, and wash rag sounds really wrong to me. That's fair. <laughs> that is something that I had to retrain my brain to not say wash rag, to say wash rag. Yeah. Because growing up, that's what everybody said. And I hate the way wash. It sounds awful. Sounds. I can't stand it. I'm like, there's not an R in between that A and S, okay? It's wash rag. That's how, anyway. Um, okay, so I will say this. My mom, and I've told this story before. 
you know, my mom grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm -hmm. And when I was about two, her and my stepdad moved to Eastern North Carolina. And that's where I grew up. I spent my entire life in Eastern North Carolina until I graduated high school. So all of my friends were very Southern, very hick. (laughs) And in our home, we were not. We were a little more on the proper northern side. We mm. we enunciated words a little more correctly. Little more. Even Maryland has wow. a bit of an accent. No, <laughs> but see, here's here's the fun part. I can pretty much hear somebody talk and know what region that person is from mm. simply by a sentence or two and the way that they say certain things. Anyway, back to my original story. Um, so growing up, my friends would come over and they would say 10 or pen but they would say tien and mm-hmm. pien. Tien. Uh-huh. Almost two syllables. Uh-huh. Almost two. And my mom would say, um, it's ten. Your or, mom would correct them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was that mom. Um, or they would say, Miss Pam, do you have a pen? And she would say, um, I have a pen. Would you like a pen? And she would let them know a pen is like a push pin. A pen is a writing utensil. (laughs) Now that I am 35 years old, my mom has since moved to East Tennessee, has been living there for the last 18 years. Um, She is the most Southern thing I have ever talked to in my entire life. (laughs) I can't have a conversation without being like, Mom, you have got to stop. That is not how we say that word. (laughs) And she just laughs because she knows I get it from her. Mm -hmm. It's been instilled. (laughs) But there's nothing that she can do at this point. She is so Southern. It drives me nuts. It, it, I can handle it with anybody else. My sister-in-law, April, is super Southern. She's she really got, is. I didn't expect yes, that until we heard her. She's got a huge twang, and I love it. I love hearing <laughs> April talk. But to hear my mom talk in the same way, this woman who would correct my friends and embarrass the <laughs> pee out of me. <laughs> I... And now to hear her talk like that, I'm like, no, this is not okay. <laughs> there's there's little you can do when you're surrounded by an accent to stop yourself from talking about. Like, I think I told you, you know, for a while we had a, a large group of uh, people from India, teachers yes. from India who yes. are here, who are kind of coming in and rotating through our church because they were connected to uh, my in-laws for a while. They were helping them out finding places to live and stuff. And you know, I'd have several conversations with them. And the longer I'd have a conversation, the more you start talking yes. with an Indian accent or at the same, like the same pacing yes. as they talk. Yes. And I have to like, Oh gosh, I really don't want to start sounding racist. Yeah. Yes. I'm not I trying know. to do this. Or insensitive. <laughs> right. or, I know. So when we first, when they first started Working with our district is when I worked over at Human Resources with the the central office of our yeah. of our district here, and so I dealt with them a lot on a personal business level. Yeah, but then also went to church with a few of them, and f- 
consciously I had to choose <laughs> to not speak with an Indian accent the longer that I would talk to them. Right. And then I would walk away. They would leave the office. I'd walk away and go talk to my deskmate. And I would still have to consciously choose. <laughs> you are not Indian. You do not need to talk like them. It is not okay. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't really, know what it is. It's really, it's like an, it's like an infectious yeah. Like, it's almost like you want to. Like, it's like well, your brain thinks this will be fun. Let's talk like this. No, for me, <laughs> it was a matter of I know that they have a difficult understanding, a difficult time understanding certain things. And so I kind of think if I talk like them, maybe they'll <laughs> understand what I'm saying a little better. But then you realize that's a horrible way. <laughs> I know. I know. No, can't do that. Can't. But that's what I'm saying. That's why it was like I was aware of it. I was aware that I was my mind wanted to do that. And I had to consciously choose. You're not going down this path. We are not. This is not who you are. OK, but before we move on off of the cowboy accent thing, that's how we got here. Mm-hmm. Back to the Pepsi th- or the Diet Coke thing. Mm hmm. If it makes you feel any better at all, I have always been a Coke drinker. Always. This year, have not been able to stomach a Coke other than a cinnamon Coke, which is brand new. Just came out like last month in November, uh, which is amazing. (laughs) But haven't been able to stomach a Coke and have been drinking Pepsi. And the way that you feel about Coke is how I feel about Pepsi. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes, my entire life... It's always, everybody has it in them a little bit. You're either Coke or Pepsi. You can't be both. Absolutely. And I've been Pepsi my whole life. I've been Coke my whole life. (laughs) And so I I don't know if it makes you feel any better. I will say it slightly makes me feel better to know that someone is picking up the Coke slack for me. (laughs) Um, Don't want them to go out of business. Exactly. They're struggling. Right. Um, so I don't know if you, it makes you feel better to know that someone is picking up the Pepsi slack. It makes me feel better at least to know that someone my age is also experiencing a kind of midlife weird, crisis. Of, weird crisis. Of sorts. I know. I don't know what it is. Maybe at 35, your taste buds change. I'm but, not yeah. sure. So like Daedra, Daedra had bought a bunch of diet soda prior to the morning sickness kicking in and now she Mm. can't really drink any of the soda so she said all right you're gonna have it so i had at my house a case of diet dr pepper which is probably my favorite drink right a case of diet mountain dew which is right up there number two and a case of diet coke and i keep picking diet coke over those other two every time Mm -hmm. i'm given the option Mm -hmm. and i don't understand why and it's making me upset that's how I feel about Pepsi. <laughs> I go because I don't drink soda a whole lot. I am coffee and water. That's six out of seven days out of yeah. the week. That's what I'm drinking. I typically only have soda with uh, my my big meal at lunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I go into Allsup's and I'm wanting a soda, I will stand in front of that cooler of sodas for at least two minutes. Whereas before you walk in, you grab what you want, you know exactly right. where it's at, and you go to the counter, you pay. No, I'm standing there, and I'm having an internal battle with myself over, I really want Pepsi. No, you don't. I know. No, you don't. Who even are you? <laughs> you are a disgrace to yourself. You do not want Pepsi. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I do want Pepsi. Oh, man. 
That's funny stuff. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, let's take a break here. When we come back, it's been a weird year, and our Google searches show it. But first, a new back row binge watch. Stick around. Something wrong with you? I gotta be honest, um, I've been getting kind of a vibe over here. I'll tell you what's wrong with me. You! Me? What did I do? You take everything from me, and I'm sick of you showing me up! I'm sensing a lot of pent-up hostility, Wayne! Hey, if this is about Dolores, I told you, I never saw the mistletoe! It's about Dolores, it's about the turbo, it's about all of it! But it's been so great being together on this mission! This mission is a disaster! I didn't want you along, I never wanted you along! I wish I never had a brother! In the second Prep and Landing special from Disney, Prep and Landing, Naughty versus Nice, we see the return of Wayne and Lanny. But this time, instead of preparing a house for Santa, they're on a special mission to recover the fruitcake, a special device that has the ability to disrupt the naughty and nice lists that has accidentally fallen into the hands of a naughty child who has spent the last year acting out because of her new little brother and all the attention that he gets over her. And wouldn't you know it, Wayne and Lanny are also aided by a coal elf who turns out to be Wayne's brother, Noel. Even though Noel might have a job that seems a bit lower on the totem pole than Wayne does, he still seems to be the winner in every situation. People get along with him better and he seems to make things happen in ways that Wayne can't. Wayne keeps building up his jealousy until it finally explodes on his brother, only for Noel to confess Wayne is his hero and always has been. That the only reason he feels so confident is that he has looked up to and modeled his brother for his entire life. Wayne then realizes he hasn't actually taken that role seriously enough. And eventually, so too does the naughty little girl. I'm sorry for being so naughty. In 1 Peter 2.22, it says, For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example, and you must follow in his steps. In 1 Corinthians 1.11, Paul writes, And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. In fact, there are several Bible verses that set up the whole idea that we are supposed to be good examples for one another. And one of the best ways to be a good example for anybody of any age is to own up to your crap. We live in a world that loves to pass the blame and point the finger, but God wants us to take responsibility for our own actions. If we blow up at somebody... We need to make amends and not in the wait 10 years until everything dies down and then casually bring it up and apologize way. The right now way. The oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This was all my fault way. And the more others see you doing this, the more they'll be inspired to do it themselves. And that is one powerful way you can spread peace on earth and goodwill toward mankind. Jingle bam. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. If you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours, and we'd love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable LTN Radio as a skill on your Echo devices and then simply ask Alexa, play Love Thy Nerd. 
Before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Hey, guess what? What? They're Are they facts. short girl facts? No. <laughs> I did not want to do that to myself because I felt like that would just be putting a target on me and all other short, girl, short girls. Short girls. Short girls on Um. So they're random facts about Doctor Who. Hey! Because All right, fact check you here. If you are not, if you are like me, then when I was talking about the holidays in the last part of our show, you had to Google what a Dalek is <laughs> because I didn't know. Um, and then when I realized, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, then we can do facts about Doctor Who. All right. Why not?" Uh, okay, so the original concept for Doctor Who was specifically an educational program aimed at teaching kids about science and history. It was made for children. Well, it definitely was made like it was aimed at children. I don't remember or know that other part though. So about science and history. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It, to me, so I've I've only watched probably five episodes and not full episodes like just bits and pieces pieces. yeah so usually i say i've never seen doctor who (laughs) because it's easier than saying yeah i've seen it and then somebody asking me a really important question and being like oh yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um who's your favorite doctor yeah i don't know what Uh, what huh (laughs) there's only one right (laughs) no i do know that But just from what I've seen, I can see how it would be geared more towards an education. I think it would be a super fun educational show for kids. Well, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see it maybe from the the earlier seasons that were like when it first started, which was over 50 years ago now. Yeah. I can certainly see how that could have been a uh, specific factor in starting the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, according to BBC, Doctor Who was partially inspired by Sherlock Holmes and both the fourth and eleventh Doctors even dressed up as him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ready? The TARDIS has always... <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Nope, but yep, I'm, just, I'm remembering, yeah. That did happen. <laughs> the TARDIS has always looked like a police box, but it turns out that's only because of a malfunction from the pilot episode when its cloaking device... Was broken. Yep. That's, yeah, they, they talk about that all the time on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Daleks were designed in two parts so that an operator could wedge themselves into the bottom portion to operate the device from the inside. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then they went on to talk about how hot it was and miserable inside <laughs> there. <laughs> and then lastly, in 1996, after years of selling TARDIS-branded merchandise, BBC attempted to officially trademark the doctor's preferred mode of transport, but were met with resistance from the Metropolitan Police, as the time travel machine is essentially a police box. <laughs> Six years later, they finally won the case, and the police were ordered to pay £850 in legal costs. 850 pounds, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yep. <clears throat> so there you go. Those are my Doctor Who facts. Those are all right facts. All right. I just got an all right. All right. Those are all right. I didn't... Sometimes well, that I'll get a solid... A, that wasn't, no, that wasn't a... That wasn't a... That, that was all right. <laughs> okay, that was a, that's those fair. Those are all right. You know what that... That's that's the... That was... I'm impressed. That's the... I'm impressed. Okay. 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 It's like how Will Smith says all right. That was all right. 
Or is it like how Matthew McConaughey says, all right? All right, all right, all right. All right, right, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, before we get into our main topic, we got a quick news story. Uh, let's see here. Let me open it up. Also, I'm about to sneeze. Mm. So everyone hold on for that. Bless you. Woo, everywhere. <laughs> oh. Bless you. That's how I sneeze, everybody. Really it's true. That mm. was not exaggerated for radio in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. So, Oreo, and we've talked about a lot of Oreo. these. Oreo has released 65 new flavors since 2012. And it's not slowing down anytime soon. And they finally uh, explained why. Okay. They keep releasing new flavors. And the way they explain it makes me think maybe that's why all these places are making, all these brands yeah. make a bunch of new flavors all the time. All right. Like chip flavors, Doritos and all that. And yeah. Mountain Dew, all these things. Okay, okay. The creators behind Oreo's limited edition flavors and collaborations are always busy churning out new ideas and for good reason. In a new interview with the New York Times, Justin Parnell, the senior director of the Oreo brand, revealed that the reason the company is continuously rolling out new flavors is actually to draw consumers back to its plain original cookie. The cookie company, which hit the market in 1912 as a Nabisco product, has released 65 new flavors since 2012, the latest being that collaboration with Lady Gaga, inspired by her new album, Chromatica, mm. uh, beginning with the birthday cake Oreo in 2012. That was the first one, the first special flavor. Really? Uh, which commemorated the 100th anniversary of the classic cookie. The brand has since created blueberry pie Oreos, maple cream Oreos, Peeps Oreos, S'mores Oreos, Churro-flavored Oreos, which were the actual mystery Oreos, I think, the first year. Crispy tiramisu Oreos, on and on and on. Uh, I don't think they're counting the golden Oreos in this, or the uh, like the chocolate Oreos and the peanut butter Oreos, because those are and the mint Oreos, because those have kind of been around before, and those are kind of just like standard flavor deviations. Mm-hmm. The other ones have been like the super creative kind, like. Things you're not expecting from an Oreo. Um, but anyway, when we do it, it's, Parnell says, it drives our classic Oreo cookie as well as sales of the limited edition. He explained that when going to the store, many consumers will pick up the classic Oreo that they love, whether it's the original or the golden or the double stuff, in addition to the limited edition Oreo. Okay. According to Nielsen, sales of the flavored novelty and seasonal Oreos were up by 12% in the last three years, but even more, sales of the original cookie went up 22%. Interesting. And so essentially what, what I'm imagining the, the situation is, is, hey, look, they got tiramisu flavored Oreos. Let's get that. But let's also get some regular Oreos just in case those suck. Okay. <laughs> That's what I see in my mind. Okay. And that makes sense because – and I'm glad that you said that because I was sitting here thinking how um, – oh, I can't think of the word right now. Story of my life. I can never think of the word that I want to say. Um, it, to me, it seems like a dangerous game to play because my thought – was okay well we're gonna put out this special edition they're gonna buy that they're gonna realize that they don't really care for it they're gonna come back and buy original oreos whereas me personally would try the special edition and i'd be like what is oreo thinking this is dumb i'm never buying (laughs) oreos again you know what i mean that would be Hmm. my thought process i never even considered let's buy the special edition 
and the original just in case the special edition sucks. Yeah. Because I've done that even recently, I think, with um, Lay's Potato Chips. There was... They've released a relatively recently new flavor, and I don't know if it's seasonal or not now, but uh, it's a honey barbecue mm-hmm. uh, chip. And I remember saying, I'm going to get that, but I'm also going to get the normal barbecue just in case those are awful. Okay. Because those happen. You know, hit or yeah. miss sometimes. Yeah. And, I mean, that made perfect sense to me yeah. when it was phrased like that. For some reason, <laughs> with a bag of chips, it seems a little more acceptable. A really? Little, yeah. Because I would assume cookies would be more acceptable. Because if you just if you don't like those, you can give them to somebody else, let your kids eat them, and then you still have your Oreos. But with the chips, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Pawn the chips off on my kids? This is weird. Yeah. But with a bag of <laughs> chips, I, I yeah, you're right. I get what you're saying. With a bag of chips, though, they go in one sitting. Even if you try not to, even if you do everything within your power not to eat a bag of chips in a sitting. I think that might they be go a, a you, bro. In a sitting. Listen, <laughs> it's not just me. I have a really good feeling that I'm in the majority you might here. Be. Yeah. Um, that's why they ended up coming out with the individual size pack <laughs> chips for people like myself with control issues control who, yourself who can't just walk away. <laughs> um, that's one of the things a few years ago, many years ago, actually, when I did Weight Watchers, that's one of the things that they tell you is any like bags of chips or snacks or whatever that you get that's in the big bags. Any kind of, yeah. Um, go ahead and put them in Ziploc bags, a serving size in Ziploc bags, yeah. so that you grab just the Ziploc bag when you need a quick snack. You don't eat the whole bag of chips, which I am always guilty of doing. Wow. Which is also why I typically don't buy chips that I like. <laughs> it's a smart move. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember the last time I ate a whole bag of chips. I can remember the last time I ate nearly a whole thing of Oreos, though. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I can walk away from cookies, and I'm a sweets person. I am not a salty, savory kind of person. I am a sweets person, and I can't. I don't think that I've ever actually ate a whole thing of cookies by myself in one sitting. What's odd is I'm a salty, savory kind of See? person. Well, I'm I don't know. Not a sweets person, but I. That's weird. Cannot recall the last time I ate a whole bag of chips, or even most of a bag of chips. See, you stick. Lay's salt and vinegar or dill pickle. You stick either of those in front of me and they are gone in in <laughs> 10 minutes tops. You ain't getting a single chip. Sorry. <laughs> Don't even ask. Last night, actually, Chris had bought himself not the like the 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 um, gas station size. Yeah, chips. like the, the weird medium size yeah. bags. Yeah. Of He bought himself on his way home from work um, a salt and vinegar gas station size bag of chips and brought them home and ate them in front of me. And the whole time I'm thinking, I don't want one because if I have just one, I'm going to take his whole bag from him. (laughs) I do not want a chip. So the whole time he, and he kept offering, you want a chip? You sure you don't want a chip? Really? You don't want? And I'm like, no, I don't want a chip. I, and I, I kept like emphasizing the, uh, because I knew I didn't want a chip. A chip. I don't want a chip. I don't want to well, chip. That might have just come across as, why didn't you buy me a bag? <laughs> <laughs> it may have. But he also knows right now how hard I'm working. So yeah. 
And yet he keeps offering you one. Yeah, he was doing the right thing by offering me one, but I knew that I didn't want just a chip. So. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, that I mean, it really does make sense to me, sales-wise. That, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I do still think it's slightly dangerous. Try but, it out. But apparently it's working. Yeah. Sales are up. I would have never thought it would work. I would have been that person <laughs> on the team that would have been like, guys, this is the stupidest move ever. We're this not is a doing money this. losing idea. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nobody wants a tiramisu Oreo, guys. They <laughs> and come this to us is for where, the cream. This is where Oreo goes bankrupt. <laughs> Mark my words. I said it. <laughs> that would be me. And then I'd be eating my words 12 years later. Like, oh, sorry. I promise you, in two years, everybody's <laughs> back to Hydrox. <laughs> All because you want a lemon flavored Oreo. Well, I do like the lemon flavored yeah, Oreos. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Man, you know the one flavor that I really liked that they stopped making were the Uh Oh Oreos. You remember those? Mm. It was some. The commercial was like a malfunction in the yeah. Oreo system, and suddenly yeah. the the cookies were. Vanilla, vanilla flavored and the cream, cream was, was chocolate, chocolate. And yeah i loved them yeah they were so good they reminded me of like the the el fudge cookies oh little, yeah but they yeah. Were, but it was better because okay. because it was the you know the cream was higher quality the the el fudge chocolate cream is very plasticky mm-hmm. it just it's not great like these were a, like a high quality version of that and then they stopped making them it made me very sad it's fair you know, um, I just had a memory. I, as an adult, I had to kind of convince myself that Oreos were good, that they were not disgusting cookies, because I grew up on the Walmart brand, Ugh. Twist and Shouts. No, nope, but I grew up on those, yeah. and so that was what an Oreo was supposed to taste like to uh-huh. me. That was good. That that was like a treat. That was I guess, delicious. I guess you, if you grow up with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so as an adult, when I could finally buy my own food and decided to splurge on an actual thing of Oreos, I was like, oh, these are awful. What is everybody <laughs> talking about? This is and the more that I talk to people, the more I realize, no, you're in the wrong here. <laughs> They're actually well, good. I think it's because like the twist and shout or the knockoffs of Oreos, the cookie itself is also very sweet. But the Oreos black cookie is almost a bit bitter. bitter it's got a yeah. bitter chocolate taste mm-hmm. to it to counteract the cream right. uh, sweetness. So it's not just this mouthful of just pure sugar That's true. Fl- feeling. Yeah. But I can see as a kid, you want that overly sweet. Yeah. You totally could have been brainwashed into thinking that was a better cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for my parents. They yeah. didn't have to... Spend the Oreo price and <laughs> still we're treating us to what we wanted. So now, Twist and Shout, though, that 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 brand did come out with a couple of their own flavors that Oreo didn't do or did way after really? that were pretty popular. But I don't remember what they were now. Oh, but we talked about one of them last year, last Christmas. I think they had a flavor hmm. that Oreo had yet to come out with. Interesting. <clears throat> All right, well, Google has released its year in search and i really paints an accurate picture of our year in the next segment we'll talk about the all over searches no the overall searches but (laughs) right now let's focus more on pop culture (laughs) Uh, all right so we're gonna look at the top five we'll start with games okay now forgive me i do have to 
scroll to find these things I as hope they Among come Us up. is on there. Is it like, is it that kind of games or is it? Yeah, like, 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 it like video games. Okay. Okay, so number five, uh, Ghost of, uh, I, I never know how to pronounce this, Tsushima, I'm pretty sure is how it's pronounced. Starts with a T, but it's T-S, so yeah. that's like Tsu. Tsu, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I can't say it naturally, Ghost of Dang it. Pretend like the T's not there. It's just an S. No, I really don't think so. I feel like there's a little bit of a. But there's a not enough to where you can hear it. Just Ghost of Tsushima! There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's my fault if you said it wrong, okay? Blame me. I do know the uh, LTN guys have complained about how difficult that game is. Uh, but it's also very good. Uh, number four was Genshin Impact, which I don't know anything about. Number three was Valorant, which I've seen a lot of. Number two was Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, which uh, was like the big multiplayer game Okay. before number one became popular, which was Among Us. It's I'm so sitting good. here as you're reading them, and I'm like, dang, I really sound stupid hoping that Among <laughs> Us is on there. Like, no. it didn't even make the top. You're dumb, though. <laughs> you are dumb as dumb can be. <laughs> Among Us was the number one searched yes. game. Um, I mean, it, it's taken the world by storm. It really has. So strange that it took two years to get popular. Really? Oh, yeah. It came out in 2018. Interesting. They were moving on. They were they, they were, were about to they... cut the servers and everything, <laughs> and then suddenly, uh, I think it was I think it kicked off in the UK. A couple big streamers in the UK are like, "Hey, let's play this real quick." Let's Who give this knew a all shot. it was going to take was a global pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's now they're they're working on their their next map, their newest map, which is called the airship, and it's gigantic. Mm. Okay. Gigantic. Lots of places to hide. I'm excited. Um, okay, so I will say this. I thought that it was like just something. Listen, if I know about it in terms of a video game, if I know about it, then I felt like the whole world had to have known about it at this point. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only video game education I get is from my 15 year old, yeah. and I'm grateful for him for that. Um, but I am on a Facebook group for. People who do vinyl um, projects. Mm. Okay. And there was a person who posted about the Among Us font asking what is the font that Among Us uses so that they can make a t-shirt with, you know, a little, anyway, Among Us saying on it. And then everybody... Are they talking about the logo font or like the font... I don't know. I didn't read that much into the post. It's not like I knew the answer, so I didn't really okay, care that okay, much. Okay. Somebody in that group was way sure smarter than I am. I'm pretty sure it's actually not a font. So pretty sure it's somebody, somebody said that it just looks like Comic Sans, which of course made me no. chuckle because you and your hate for Comic Sans. It is nowhere near Comic Sans. <laughs> that person needs to... Sorry, I was about to say something really bad. They don't need to die because they love they Comic Sans, Matt. You're taking it too far, Matt. Um, but at least, at least a hundred comments were on this post about Among Us. Among Us. What is Among Us? Because the way that it was worded, it was worded. It had a picture. 
attached to it. And it said, what is the font used for Among Us? And so everybody's looking at the picture, trying to find the words Among Us in the picture, you know, to figure out what that font is in those two words. And so everybody's like, what are you talking about? Among Us is not on here. You know, they're like, they're just going completely losing it, completely going nuts. And I'm just chuckling like, I actually know something. (laughs) Um, the only reason I say I don't think it's a font is because I remember staring intently at the sh- screen, mm-hmm. and all of those H's, none of them look alike. Yeah, you're like, right. There's like there's at least seven different H's on there. I think the whole thing's different and hand drawn. So I'm not certain there is a font beyond like the font in game, like when you're typing or whatever. Yeah. But that's just the standard. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Nothing special about that. But uh, yeah, that the game is fun. I'm trying to set up a a weekly Sunday night game with the oh, LTN yeah? Discord crowd. Nice. Talking about it, we're gonna see. We're gonna give it a shot. It's gonna be fun. Get online, do it through Discord where we can actually chat. Yeah. Uh, instead of having to type things out, which that'd be, be cool. Yeah, be neat. So we're working on that. Hey, if you're listening, you want to get in on that? Join our Discord. Discord.com slash love thy nerd. Now I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Download Discord and search for the Love Thy Nerd server. I don't know how it works. Oh, I know how to get there. I'm sorry. Love thy nerd.com slash discord. That'll get you there. That'll figure it out. Anyway. Good, because uh, I'm gonna get in on that. All right, do it, please. That'll be really fun. I'll actually be able to do more than just talk on a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next on the list, what do we have next? I'm going to have you point movies. it out to me because I want to start scrolling. As this soon might as you be. Say it. Well, yeah. Movies. Well, 2020 was not a, a big year for movies because there weren't a lot of movies. There, You know, I feel like it wasn't, but it was there in were, a completely different way. Well, there were a lot, a lot of movies focused on, but that's only because those were the only movies that came out. So they got time in the spotlight. That's true. Even the cruddiest movies got time. A big time in the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, uh, but uh, but not all of these movies is, were from 2020. These are just the ones that were searched the most in 2020. Okay. That's uh, so true. number five was Little Women. Okay. I guess whatever. Uh, well, have you seen it? The original movie? No, it came out last Christmas. Oh, was there a new one? I yes. didn't know that. Okay, I didn't know yes. that. I didn't know that. Is I didn't know that. A new one that came out last Christmas. I went with a group of eight women, and only two of us had ever read the book or seen any other little woman movie. And so we're sitting there. None of us knew that going into watching this movie. <laughs> and we're sitting there. There's a specific scene with Lori, and we're like, all of them, all the women are going crazy. All six other women are going, oh, no, he didn't. What? And I'm looking around at my group of friends like, are y'all serious right now? You didn't know that this was You didn't see this coming? <laughs> and they're looking at me going wait you saw this coming yes it's a book (laughs) little women is a yeah it's existed for decades (laughs) there's at least three other makes of this movie out you have never you thought this was like brand new (laughs) oh man okay that's funny um (laughs) number four was harley quinn birds of prey okay which i don't know why people are searching that it was an okay movie, but why in 2020 are you searching that? I wonder if it was most searched 
in September and October because Harley Quinn was like a super popular Halloween costume, Halloween choice for that, girls this year. Well, yeah, since the original Suicide Squad movie came yeah. out. Uh, but I feel like I saw been. so many, and that explains it because that of would birds ex- of prey. That would explain so, that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Just if, searching it so you can to get see a the image. Yeah. To make, yeah. Okay. That's a smart deduction there, Sherlock. Thanks. Sherlock Mo. Hey. Mo. Sherlock Moms. Sherlock Moms. <laughs> All right. Number three, and this one seems obvious, was Black Panther because oh, yes. Chadwick Boseman yes. passed away this year. Yes. Um, and it was kind of out of the blue, right? I don't. I remember reading an article saying he really didn't disclose this very publicly that he was battling. Right. Um, he didn't disclose it publicly. There were there was actually a lot of hate that he received because he very drastically lost a lot of weight, mm. um, and a lot of people were, you know, just being something else trolls. Well, yeah. not only that, but like they would say mean things along the lines of. Um, Black Panther, just him losing his muscle mass and uh, not looking like Black Panther anymore gotcha, and, gotcha, you know, gotcha. not being ready for the big screen and this and that, not realizing he, he was, was battling that, a sickness. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, so huge bummer with that. They did uh, on Disney Plus, though, I noticed they changed like the opening title sequence to Black Panther. I think it was a Black Panther. Uh, it was either Black Panther or one of the newer movies, but anyway, focused heavily on him instead of like all the heroes that they usually mm-hmm. s- you know spill out in yeah. the thing. It was really a neat little tribute. Uh, number two was nineteen seventeen. Haven't seen it. I was gonna say I Flash haven't even came out last year. Heard of it? I, mean, I can't even remember what it was about. Honestly, okay. I Maybe keep that's thinking, why I'm about to add to the number of searches for it. <laughs> I keep I keep thinking that it was a fighter pilot movie, but then I realize no, I'm thinking of that old video game 1942. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That you play in the arcade. I don't remember. Okay, but number one was Parasite. Again, I don't know about that one. Parasite was a, uh, it's an international film, and I believe it was the first international film to win uh, Picture of the Year. Okay. Uh, with Academy Awards last year. And then, and you know, it's about a giant pandemic kind of thing. And then we had COVID hit a few months later. Ah. And so people really started watching it after that. <laughs> oh, I do remember. I, okay, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, 1917, by the way, is set during World War One and follows two British soldiers during that time. So it's okay. about their their journey through World War One, if I you will. You. I've never enjoyed those war-focused movies. Oh, there are some that I really like, and then there are a lot that I'm I just can't stand. My dad was all about them. Yeah. He would watch every single one. That's probably why you don't like them. I don't like them, yeah. <laughs> also why i don't like uh tv shows about real surgeries because my mother watched those every day when i was a kid i've seen so many open people guts and grossness in my life for no reason okay. and i don't understand why my why anybody finds it entertaining here's the thing <laughs> I have said for years, since Topher has really grown into like 
being his own person and having a personality, us being able to see who he is, you yeah. know? I've said for years that he is like a smaller version of you um, in so many ways. Mm-hmm. It, I It has just hit me that Chris and I apparently are your parents as well. <laughs> so... I don't know what that says for Canon and Mila. I probably need to learn more about your brothers so that I can figure out what my other two children are going to well, be like. We're all pretty messed up. So. <laughs> Good luck with that. Apparently, it's just the reverse. <laughs> the Coker's youngest is like the Oak's oldest. So let's just figure wow. out this puzzle, okay? Wow. I'm going to need your help here. <laughs> all right. What are we going through next here? Uh, TV shows. All right. TV shows. Number five was The Queen's Gambit, which I have not watched, but I have heard. I've heard. A lot of people getting into it. Yeah. And I think it's inspired a lot of people to actually get into chess, which is weird. Okay. Chess is fun. I mean, it makes sense. But. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea what it's about. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Number four is The Umbrella Academy. Oh. Which, What? I tried to watch it. Yeah. But I, I'm going to go into this prefacing it with I have a difficult time really getting into new shows. Every now and then a new show will come out and it'll hook me right away. And so. But it's a rare occurrence. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I was really hoping that the Umbrella Academy was going to be one of those and I just couldn't. I couldn't stick with it. So. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah, there's only two shows that I can recall that ever hooked me from the first episode. Yeah. And that was uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. And The Good Place. Okay. Those two shows caught me. Technically, The Mandalorian did, but only because the very end of the first episode, you saw Baby Yoda. I'm like, what is this about? All right, I'm watching this. Well, now I got to watch I the next one. I didn't particularly yeah. enjoy the first episode of The Mandalorian until I understood, oh, okay, so that's what this show's going to be about. Okay. That's but, uh, but I really enjoyed the first episode of Breaking Bad and the first episode of The Good Place was very intriguing to me. For me, recently, it's been a million little things, and this is us. Also, this is us caught you on the first one. I want to say it was the first one. I was hooked very within the first couple episodes of the season. Yeah, I think it took me five or six before I'm like, okay, let's give this a shot. Handmaid's Tale. Also, I needed to throw that in there, but um, (laughs) I also have to wonder, and I wonder this about you with Breaking Bad. Okay, Breaking Bad is set in or it takes place in Albuquerque, New mm-hmm. Mexico. So you feel like a little bit of a connection and an attachment. Absolutely. You know, maybe that's I maybe I don't think you really felt that in the first episode. Like they didn't really drive home I just mean you personally because like anyone who's from this area felt a connection to Breaking Bad. No, no, I understand what okay. you're saying. I'm just saying they didn't really drive home the location in the first episode. Okay. You didn't feel like this was Albuquerque specifically in that first episode because half the show takes out in the desert. It could be anywhere in the desert, Plains area, uh, Arizona, English or that. But the more the show went on to showcase like Albuquerque 
yeah. restaurants and Albuquerque areas. And that car wash that he worked at was actually like down the street from where I worked at a restaurant. It was really cool. Yeah. Like all, seeing that definitely kept me drawn in. Like this yeah. is pretty neat. And same thing with Better Call Saul. That right. Was followed it. I'm like, yes. yep, that's Albuquerque. So for I've me, been to that courthouse. <laughs> I just felt a connection to Milo Ventimiglia, which is the father in This Is Us. I just wanted to see him in a different role and like had to watch it, had to keep watching it to see him as this father figure and What'd not you see him as um, Jess on Gilmore Girls. Oh, what? Yeah, he is the bad boy. Um, I'm remembering him from Heroes. Oh, he, he was, was like in the, Heroes. He was like the main character in he Heroes. Was, yeah. Um, no, he was Luke's nephew in Gilmore Girls. I've and never watched Gilmore Girls. Rory is this straight-laced girl that the show is basically about who ends up dating Jess, hmm. who's this quote-unquote bad boy. He's not really a bad boy. That's who <laughs> she should have ended up with. Um, but anyway, that's... That's my take on it. Anyway, we were talking about the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yes, we were. Wow. Wow. There's a rabbit trail for you. And uh, I have yet to see it. John and Hillary keep telling me that I'd love it, though. So that's probably on my list of things to try. Okay. Number three is Ozark. Uh, again, oh. one of those I've heard about that I haven't actually watched. Yeah. Uh, number two was a surprising one. is Cobra Kai. Have Chris you seen some the- of it? No, Chris and the boys binged it and loved it. Yeah, I watched the first. I've watched the first two seasons. Yeah. Of it, and I'm like, this is pretty decent. Yeah. I I like the fact that they switched the main character to the original uh, bad guy from the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he wasn't the bad guy. The the teacher was the bad guy, but you know he was the the enemy. Yeah. Fighter. Uh, I like that they've they've played it off. I like that they've had a lot of the main cast still involved. Yeah. Uh, it's been really neat. And apparently it's been so popular that it's like moving from YouTube to, I believe, Netflix or one of the main streaming services. Like they're going to get a larger budget for the next season and it's just going to keep on going. Interesting. Yeah. Season three, I think, is out, but I haven't seen that yet. Okay. I need to catch it. But it's good. I like it. I'd recommend it. Number one. What do you think number one was for no 2020? Idea. I, uh, no Of I course, don't it was guess. Tiger King. Oh, yes. <laughs> do you remember when everybody was watching Tiger King? I've escaped. I still have not seen it. Oh, my gosh. Not even a single episode. You should watch it just for the entertainment <laughs> factor of it all. It's just for the 2020 of it all. It Yeah. <laughs> Truthfully. But do you know, I think that that is probably why so many people have this, like, conspiracy mentality to 2020, because we started out with Tiger King very early in the year, (laughs) right as Corona was hitting and taking place, and there is some serious conspiracy inside of Tiger King. Right, it's around Carol Baskins, right? Killed her husband. Killed her husband or not. Whacked him. (laughs) Can't convince me that it didn't happen. (laughs) Fed him to tigers. She'd be snacking. (laughs) Carol Baskin. (laughs) All right, what's our next list here? Uh, Sports teams. All right, top search, top five search sports teams this year were number five, Dallas Stars. Okay. Which, isn't that a... Is that a hockey team? Maybe. It sounds like a hockey team. I'm pretty sure it's a hockey team. I'm going to need Kevin to let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. Okay. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, the Miami Heat. 
And number one, the Boston Celtics. You know, you had me going for like half a second. <laughs> half a second. Cause you, Not the Baltimore. The ba- I was like, the Boston oh. Celtics. <laughs> Your Ravens, nowhere to be found. Well, 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 hold on. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll last show week, five more. Last week, the nope. Ravens were all over Google. All over Google. <laughs> Just saying. And anybody who is a football fan knows exactly what I'm talking about. So, All right. Let's do one more. Recipes. Recipes. Okay. Give me a second here. Where are you at, recipes? This list is so big. And they also put all the like the recipes. Spanish ones oh. <laughs> on here as well. People, no. Oh, come on. You're making me look like a mm-hmm. fool, Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. There we go. So uh, what makes the recipe, the only reason I'm, I'm even wanting to talk about the top search recipes is because so many people stayed home and cooked so much more this year yeah. than ever before that uh, I think it's it's uh, poignant to uh, discuss what we were all trying to cook. And I believe this includes, you know, things that you've always wanted to learn to cook, home cooking kind of stuff, and, like, your approximation of food from places you want to go and can't. Okay. Okay? And that's what I see in this mix. So number five was the Double Tree Cookie. Oh, okay. Which has like a big fan following. Oh, yeah. And they want to make it at home now. Yeah. Uh, number four is Dole Whip. Okay. Which, what is that? Uh, what that's that is? from Disneyland. Okay. Um, it's basically ugh, Dole pineapples and I want to say Cool Whip. Um, but it's a treat that you, oh my gosh, why can I not find my Google? It is a treat <laughs> that when you go to Disneyland, Disney World, any Disney attraction, um, that you have to get Dole Whip. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically just pineapple, like an ice cream, a pineapple ice cream. Weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. But well, that's delicious. That does track with number three then, because the number three is the Disney churro. Okay. And that's what I would say would be the the Disney treat you have to get every time you go. Oh. Because we only went, the only place we went was that downtown Disney. And I yeah. saw five churro stands. I don't oh. recall seeing anything for Dole Whip. Well, that's, Dole Whip is inside the park. Okay. And, and you got to think, when do you go to amusement parks? Usually, mostly. I'm one of the weird people who love to go during the holidays and see everything lit up. I would love to go. Yeah, I would love to go around Christmas time. That's my favorite time to go to any amusement park. <laughs> but most people go in the summer. Yeah. You know, and you're hot and sweaty and been walking around all day. So you want something cool and refreshing. So that's why Dole Whip is like the treat, the Disney treat. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, number two is whipped coffee. Yuck. Trying to make their own coffee. Whipped coffee. Well, yeah. But number one, what do you think number one was? It's Again. been a meme for this entire year. The one thing that people are like, we're going to make this since we're at home. Sourdough know. bread. Really? You haven't seen this? No. Like, it's been a part of all the, like, all those videos that are about 2020 be like, and, you know, talking. No. Making sourdough. I, I've missed it. Wow. I have completely missed out on something, apparently. <laughs> so the first five, four, and three are interesting to me because it's places that, or they're, 
symbiotic. Is that a word? Symbiotic. There you go. Of <laughs> places that you want to go, but in 2020, you were not allowed to go. Okay, then that's not the word you were looking for. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant because it's like a hotel and a amusement park. Oh, no. So they're symbiotic kind of. No. As in they connect. No. So symbolic then maybe is what you're looking for. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's early. But symbolic is not a word. Let's just put that <laughs> I said symbotic. Symbotic. <laughs> yeah. Like robotic, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there's still plenty of search trends to go through. But first, five not cool things. Stick around. What's up, everybody? I'm Radio Matt, and this is Five Not Cool Things. Number 56. People who think that I know everyone in my county, state, city, or school. Hey, you used to live in Albuquerque? Do you know Maria? No, I don't know Maria. Number 57. People who say it goes without saying. If it goes without saying, then then just don't say it. Move on with your life. Number 58. People who tip too small. Dude, she's making like $3 a day. Don't be a jerk. Fork it over. Number 59. When people tell stories and go off on some weird tangent about a certain detail they can't get right that doesn't really affect the story at all. I saw Jimmy dumping a dead body in the harbor on Tuesday. Or was it Wednesday? You know, I think it was Wednesday because Tuesday I was getting a haircut in. Or, or was that on Wednesday? Get on with it. Did they arrest Jimmy? Whose body was it? And number 60, when doctors say, how are we feeling today? I'm feeling horrible. You're feeling rich and successful and a little judgy. They are not related. Those were five not cool things. But you know what is cool? Christmas! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo, and we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout, too. We are going to play a quick round of Who Said It? This time, <laughs> It's not right. It's what's not right. Oh, I didn't change the words. Yeah. Anyway, this time uh, we are going to be having quotes between two classic uh, TV characters from the 90s. Okay. Okay. So you're either going to be choosing if this quote was from Screech Powers from oh, Saved by okay. the Bell or Steve Urkel from Family Man. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Two iconic nerd characters from my childhood. The nerdy 90s. The nerdy 90s. All right. Here we go. We got five minutes, 20 of these quotes. Men are such fools. I hope I never become one. Oh, man. See? Oh, <laughs> gosh. I'm already feeling dumb. Screech or Steve? Screech. Correct. Zoinks. Screech. Correct. No sweat, my pet. Oh, Steve. Yeah. I've fallen and I can't get up. Steve. 
Correct. Third place. Wow. I once finished fifth in an ALF lookalike contest. Screech. Correct. So what? I get seasick in the bathtub. Oh, man. Steve? Wrong. Every year, my relatives send me money in hopes I won't visit them. Steve. Correct. I'm wearing you down, baby. I'm wearing you down. (laughs) Cheating is like wearing your grandmother's underpants. Sure, it may cover your hiney. But if you make a habit of it, you've got a serious problem. I think that's Steve. <laughs> Correct. I don't have to take this. I'm going home. Steve. Yeah. Did I do that? Steve. <laughs> I'm leaving too. I'll send for my ant farm. Steve. Wrong. Really? Oh, a bully dumped me down the garbage chute. Someday I'm going to get even with that girl. <sighs> Steve. Wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who are you calling a cantaloupe, you melon head? Steve. Wrong. Man, I okay, I really think that Steve said every single one of those last three lines. I have a lot of personal experience in first aid. I got a nosebleed at birth. My doctor slapped the wrong end. Steve. Correct. I hurt myself. Can you carry me home? I, man. Steve. Correct. Hello, buddy. Okay, that, <laughs> that is was Paul Shore. <laughs> that is neither Body. one of them. Um, <laughs> screech. Correct. You made me realize that there are a million fish in the sea, and I'm just the worm to attract them. Screech. Correct. I smelled the roses once, and a bee flew up my nose. Oh man. <laughs> screech. Correct. Got any cheese? Mm, Steve. <laughs> Got any keys? Eighty percent. Hey, sixteen out of twenty. And I'm still convinced those three that I said Steve right in a row. I sure Screech may have said it, but Steve also did. <laughs> the uh, average score is sixty nine percent. So hey, you're, you're I am above, above average. average. Good job. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> That's a fun one. That was fun. <sighs> I remember some of those weird screech lines. I remember all the Steve lines because I, oh, yeah. I watched that religiously. But yeah, but uh, Saved by the Bell was a weird show. Zach Morris was a monster. <laughs> when you look back at those episodes about all the terrible manipulative stuff he did to teachers and his friends, and yet they all still loved him. I'm like this is awful. Yeah, you're. He you're, is human garbage. You're right. <laughs> Did you know that our mayor's son is Zach Morris? <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's his name. Yep. Uh, all right. <laughs> so last hour we started talking about the top Google searches of the year, but we focused more on pop culture. Now we're going to take a look at the, the stuff that kind of defined this year, good and bad. So we will start with the actual top overall searches. Okay. So number five, coronavirus symptoms. Okay. So this is, you know. I think especially early on in the year, anytime any of us got a cough or a sore throat or a runny nose, we're like, oh gosh, what else do I need to look for? What else? What else? What else? Which, you know, we weren't assured because it's like, yeah, you'll get a cough and probably a slight fever. And then you die. Then you might die right after that. So (laughs) I, early on, I searched, because we all did, um, and I can remember if you can hold your breath for 15 seconds without immediately coughing after, then you're fine. I never saw that, really. Oh, yeah. And so that was my, like, go-to. Every time I was feeling kind of <laughs> questionable, 
or it, you, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. My kids, anytime that they were feeling questionable, Chris is always feeling questionable. So Chris is just sick all the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so I would always hold your breath for 15 sec for 15 seconds and I'd count for them and then I'd wait and I'd be like, okay, you're fine. You're good. Go ahead. <laughs> And then we started to learn about the no taste and no smell. And so then that became my second, can you smell this? Can you taste this? Can you smell this? Uh All right. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, number four, coronavirus update. Now, this makes sense to me. I Google this multiple times. No, multiple times a week for sure. Yeah. For a long period, especially that first lockdown when churches were closed. Oh, that's true. Because mainly I'm like, because, you know. We're putting together a service every week online, and it's taking me so much more time right. than anybody else as the media director at my well, church. Well, and you were doing it for another church for a little while And I also. was having to do it for this church full of old people that don't know how to use a computer. Yep. I'm like, oh, oh when, when what's is this the update? End? When are we done? It's got to be over soon. Please, Lord. That's fair. Uh, number three, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Which, that was very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and his daughter and the pilot of the helicopter. Was there somebody else or was it just those three? No, there were... Were there more than that in the... Yeah. There were more, that's right. There, there were, were more. more there. They were traveling with a couple families. <sighs> like, small... Not full families, but... I think it was for a basketball game. I mean, you can't fit that many people in a helicopter. No, but I think it was for a basketball game. And so a couple of his daughter's teammates and then like one of their parents Hmm. was with them. I remember where I was when we found out that he had passed away. Where were you? We were coming back from our cruise. We stopped in Weatherford overnight. Yeah. Um, It was a Sunday morning. We had just, we were sitting down to have lunch with Kara and Kevin before we headed home this way and sat down at a Mexican restaurant. They're just in Hudson Oaks, Texas. And we all kind of just were sitting there, had just put in our drink order. There's a TV like off in the corner and Chris kind of turns his head to look and he's like, that's a joke, right? And we're all like, what? And we all look as we see the footage of the plane and the headline going across the bottom, Kobe Bryant died and so we're all like, no, that's not right. And all of us pull out our phones immediately and wow. start Googling it. Yep. Yeah. It's one of those things that I think probably our kids will look back and be like, yep, I remember exactly where I was when we found out Kobe, Kobe Bryant died. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number two on our list was just coronavirus, Okay. which makes sense. But... You would think that'd be number one. I would think. So year. now I'm curious to see what number one is. So number one largely happened in a month. The number one search thing for the entire year was mostly searched in one month. Election results. Okay. Can you imagine that that many people were, were Googling that specific phrase in one month and it beat... Coronavirus I as a search topic. I don't believe it. The numbers are falsified. <laughs> the votes have. I, We're going we to end up finding out. Exactly. We're going to end up finding out that. <laughs> 
people who have been deceased for decades have been Google searching (laughs) election results. I don't believe it. (laughs) It's not number one. Sorry. (laughs) You're welcome. I love you, Mo. All right. What's next? News. Uh, news, All right. So news. uh, Number five was Iran. Um, I don't even remember why people were searching for Iran. We can't say things like that because it makes us sound very stupid. So let's move on. <laughs> Number four was unemployment, which makes sense. Number yeah. three was stimulus checks, which makes okay. sense. Two, again, coronavirus. And one, again, election results. Wow. Um, then we have where, where to, buy, to buy dot dot okay. dot. So there are several this year of these kind of things that I, I don't know if they always do these or if these were made just for this year given the specific nature of these these kind of searches that have arisen. So where to buy was one of those. Let's see. Where 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 is it? Where is the where to buy? Uh, so where to buy. Number five was where to buy hand sanitizer. Okay. Remember that? Yeah. Remember when we all were told you have to have hand sanitizer, but you couldn't find any hand sanitizer except the hand sanitizer that wasn't good enough for hand sanitizer in the coronavirus? Yeah. Hey, can I can I <sighs> masks? Uh, toilet paper. This is not in the same order. Hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Next was where to buy Xbox Series X. <laughs> of course. But after that was where to buy face masks. Yeah. Which now you can't go anywhere without being just buried in face masks. And where you go? Uh, number two was where to buy toilet paper. Yeah. Gosh, people. So uh, I can say this on the show now because the the party will have already happened. But we have a a staff Christmas party coming up. And uh, every year we do like a white elephant game, but it's with ornaments. So my ornament this year is a a roll of toilet paper that says 2020 on it. I wish you would not have bought one. (laughs) I wish you would have just asked me because I have like... At least 20, 2020 ornaments that are still up. Anybody needs a 2020 ornament? Shoot us a message. That I've still got up? What like, do you mean? okay, so I purchased them for my business oh. as like giveaways. And oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh huh. So there's about 20 of them. If you want a 2020 ornament, I will ship it to you because I'm just going to sit on them at home and I can't give them next year because then that's going to be dumb. But they are, like, I've got a toilet paper roll that says 2020. I've got a Christmas tree made out of toilet paper, so it's like a toilet paper pyramid. I've got one that's a circle that says 2020, and then it has the five stars at the bottom, only one star. It says would not recommend. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Those are fantastic. A gingerbread man wearing a mask. I totally would have. I didn't even know. Several, several, several different kinds. You got to speak up about somebody. This kind of stuff. <laughs> please take these off my hands. Not a sponsor. Uh, and then number one, there's nothing to sponsor. <laughs> what? What is there to sponsor? <laughs> and the number one was where to buy a PS5. Okay. Which is okay. Yeah. Weird. Uh huh. I figure like people would need toilet paper more than they need a PS5, but I think we've I talked not. about this before. But Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo? What are you? I've been Nintendo my whole life. Exactly. Have you ever... Okay. I have owned an Xbox before. Here we go. PlayStation or Xbox? (sighs) Honestly, I 
think PlayStation's probably better than Xbox. Really? But I got the Xbox because it was the first one. Okay. And I really believed in like the hype that yeah. Microsoft was coming in strong. And mm-hmm. they did. I mean, yeah. Xbox was great. Yeah. But I've never owned a PlayStation or a Sega. That's no, the, I take that back. I did have a Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, I had a Sega Dreamcast, Dreamcast back in the, the day. Bomb. And, and I do it, remember really it, liking it. Yes, I loved it. And then they're just like, oh, well, never mind. And they stopped making games for it almost immediately. I also really loved when you would turn Sega on and it would go, Sega. Sega. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's like one of those nostalgic thing. things as yeah. a kid. But okay, we have four gaming <sighs> systems and it's Switch, Wii, Nintendo, and then Xbox 360. 360, I think, is the one you have, yeah. And then the one. And so, like, I feel... You have Xbox One as well? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. okay. We also have the little itty-bitty um, Super Nintendo. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> that's just nostalgia bait. That's, that's in our that camper. Is. We keep that in the camper just yeah. for, for fun. Like, that's a part of the Switch now, too. You know, they have the... If you pay for the monthly online subscription thing with Nintendo, really? which I think is six bucks. There's the virtual console for NES and a virtual console for SNES that they're still adding games to every couple months. I just beat uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, which was a blast. And the graphics are... Yeah, they're the okay. same. Okay. All right. Same as classic. Yeah, that's really okay. good. good stuff. All right. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that was all in to say that I've never owned a PlayStation. Mm-mm. I don't yeah, even think that I've ever really played a PlayStation, and I can't bring myself to... Yeah, to buy one either. Yeah. yeah. I can't either. Even though I pro- I believe that probably, yeah, they're probably the superior system. Yeah. Just based on my interactions with everybody else who's had one. Yeah. Uh, and compared them, but I'm like... Eh, I'm, I'm a Nintendo guy in my heart. Uh, yeah. I just can't. I mean, I know it's not even the same anymore. Like back then, they were all competing systems, and now Nintendo's like the system that you want to have alongside any other one thing of the, that you yeah, buy. Yeah. Uh, which is why they're still like, they're, they're, they, the Xbox Series X and the PS5 released to massive orders, blah, blah, blah. The Nintendo Switch, which has been out for almost three years, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. Still beat them in their releases release month. Really, in, in total units sold. Like Nintendo has been pumping out switches. You can't find them yeah. in stores. You and really you can't. haven't been able to this entire year because mm-hmm. the minute they're restocked, they're gone. Oh yeah, which is insane. Yeah, I know so many people who last Christmas their kids wanted a switch and they're like, no, we're not buying another gaming system. It's not happening. Coronavirus hit two months later and everybody's like, we have to find a switch. Right. <laughs> Please. I, I I am very fortunate that I had bought a switch light for myself with my like you know, the Christmas money kind of stuff that, yeah. you know, grandparents or whatever send still. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get one of these little switches mm-hmm. and uh, got it. And then like, yeah, two months later, Corona hit. And I'm like, I'm so glad I have this mm-hmm. animal crossing. Here I come. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's fair. Uh, all right. What's next? Uh, why? 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 Dot, why? Dot. Yeah. Uh, so these are questions starting with the word why. Number five was, why is TikTok getting banned? Okay. It still didn't yeah. happen, and I'm yeah, upset right. about it. Number four, why is Nevada taking so long? Count the stupid votes. Yeah. It's been a week. 
number three, uh, why was George Floyd arrested? Okay. So, I mean, I get that. Cause you're trying to get the whole story, that kind of thing. Uh, very tragic incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, why is there a coin shortage? Okay. That's been a weird side effect to the coronavirus yeah. and everything. Uh, you want to guess what number one was? No. Because it's way out of left field. Not even. Why were chainsaws invented? Now, I know the answer to this, and it's gross. But I, and I've seen people like recently kind of rediscovering this. Like, this is something that I found on the internet years ago. Do you know why they were invented? I don't. Now, it's not like the modern day chainsaw that you're thinking of, but it's like the what started what they were. It, uh, I'm curious if it has to do with like animal butchering. No. Oh. I'm well. I mean, it could, could kind of be classified. Like, I'm just gonna tell you what it was made to assist with, and then I'll let you look it up on your own. No, because then we're adding to the number of people who are googling. No, it's <laughs> fine to Google it. It was invented to assist with uh, childbirth. So good luck looking that up and finding that out. What's next on our list? <laughs> I'm so thankful that it is no longer used in that vein. Uh, virtual. Virtual. All right. Yeah. So this one, this is another I'm one. I'm still think freaking out. Might be for this year. I don't know if they've always done a virtual segment or not, or if this has been because everything's been virtual. We need to see what people have been searching virtually. Uh, so number five is virtual NBA fans. So this was the big wall of mm-hmm. people watching them home. They put the fans in the little seats, mm-hmm. which is neat. Uh, number four, virtual learning, which all us parents loathe. I'm surprised it's number four, honestly. Honestly, yeah. Uh, number three, the virtual Kentucky Derby. Okay. Hey, it's a big thing. I guess a lot of people are, with, are into yeah, that thing. With derbiers, it's big. <laughs> I know. They, they drink their, uh, oh, what are they called? Mint juleps. Mint juleps, yeah. And they wear Mint the big hats. They wear the big hats, and they mm-hmm. watch them horses race for all of 90 seconds. I know. I... <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, virtual museum tours, which has probably been oh, a really yeah. cool, one of the really cool things that have come out of this year mm-hmm. is museums have like, opened themselves up to everybody. Just come check this out online. Yeah. Uh, and then number one, virtual field trips, which mm-hmm. are along the same lines. Uh, I feel like I feel like we are just had this had coronavirus had the coronavirus year hit maybe just five years later. I feel like we are that close to an actual virtual reality walkthrough of a museum. It's yeah. like we got the Oculus stuff going on. We're getting really close to actually immersing yourself in an environment of an everyday nature instead of in a game. I really think we're close. Can you imagine if that becomes like the the more popular route? How I bet it will. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, but you got to think. Think about how many people on a regular basis frequent museums and mm-hmm. some of the more you know popular worldwide museums. Yeah. You know. You're going to be shoulder to shoulder walking through, um, oh man, in Florence where the Statue of David is. 
through that museum. I can't remember the name of it right now, but anyway, um, or walking through Vatican City, you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with people. And that's across the globe. You know, it brings in millions of people on a regular basis. But think about how pristine these places are going to be, how clean and well-kept, well-maintained they're going to be when those numbers drop from in-person tours to virtual tours. Yeah. I think, to me, looking from like an art perspective side of it, it's going to, I don't know, the longevity of these pieces is going to be extended so much further because there are not going to be so many people coming in close proximity to them anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I don't know. Juliet's right breast is no longer going to be shiny. (laughs) That is a thing. Yes, I know. We talked about it on the show, but you can't just bring it up as a (laughs) kind of standalone thing without explaining what we're talking about. Whatever. (laughs) It's a statue. The statue that people keep touching that part for some reason. Because they say it brings <laughs> true love. Good grief. <sighs> there Don't are only so many it. things. Like there are only so many things that I know a significant amount of information about. Okay? And Italian all art all related. No, Italian art is one of them. So (laughs) stop giving me a hard time. Good grief. Just because you don't like the word that I use. (sighs) And I said the anatomically correct word. I could have said something else. And I didn't. Let's move on. Next one. Near me. (laughs) Near me. Number five. (laughs) Protests near me. Okay. Which well. I could see both as a, I need to go be a part of, and do I need to hide? True. In the basement. <sighs> I wish thing. Chris and I would have searched protests near me when we were traveling in to see Kara and Kevin the one weekend and went through the stinking roundabout mm, in their town, yeah. and there was the big protest going on. Yeah, when we went on our trip, uh, things the protests were kind of dying down in most areas, but... Like, we had to Google every place that we were going to get a hotel, just make sure we're not close to where the main epicenter of these were, because we were hitting some of the bigger cities. Right. And like, let's just be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number four, voting near me. Number three, fires near me, which is frightening. Uh, Number two, early voting near me, which is the same as voting, essentially. Mm -hmm. And number one, COVID testing near Near me. me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Which uh, I feel like a lot of people wanted to get tested earlier in the year, and lately people don't want to get tested anymore. (laughs) You know, what's crazy is I'm wondering if it's a regional thing, because my mom had an exposure... A couple weeks ago, yeah. she actually had three separate exposures um, where all those people obviously were positive. Um, and then she started to feel bad. And my mom is a lot like me in the fact that we don't go to doctors. We are hardly ever really sick. Mm. And so she finally was like, OK, I I have to get tested. She's where she works. She's around quite a number of older people who she was afraid that she may expose one of them Ah. um so she went to get tested she lives in northeast tennessee 
the line, she sent me a picture. She was there as soon as it opened at nine o'clock. She was actually there before because she knew she needed to get in line. But she sent me the picture right at nine as they were opening. She was at least, there's four rows of cars. Okay. And in her row specifically, she was at least car number 10 or 11. Yeah. And then behind her, there were at least another 30. Wow. Yeah. You could not, not like, I couldn't see anything other than cars behind her That's in that crazy. picture. Yeah. It was insane. <clears throat> well, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that ha- like have to get tested in order to go back to work and yeah. things of that nature. So I'm sure there's quite a few people that have to do it. I guess there's just not a lot of people that want to do it. Yeah. Like if I if I get sick but I'm not going to be around anybody, I'll just hole up in my house for 2 weeks. It's all right. You know, that kind of that's the kind of feeling I think a lot of people have. At this point, yeah. <clears throat> but uh yeah. Hey, our schools are offering um next day delivery test kits for the employees now. Really? Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We can do it at home with a virtual nurse. Like we have to call this nurse and basically FaceTime with her while she assists us to make in, sure you're uh-huh. touching your brain enough. It's actually <laughs> it's not a nose or throat swab. It's a saliva. Oh, that's a lot easier. Uh huh. And then it's <laughs> the next day they pay for the next day shipping and everything. It's taken care of, and then we have results within twenty four to forty eight hours. Hmm. I just want to know why it took so long for them to get this. <laughs> Well, that is what we searched in 2020. Oh, uh, there's one more. There was there one more? Yeah, how to make. How to make. You go to the bathroom. Oh. And then wow. <laughs> how to make dot, dot, dot. You're right. I'm sorry. We do have one more. Uh, number five was how to make a mask without sewing. Okay. Number four was how to make a mask with a bandana, which sounds okay. like the natural progression from the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number three was how to make whipped coffee, which oh. returns to our list. Okay. Uh, number two was how to make a mask with fabric, which, okay. and again, don't want to sew, apparently. And then lastly, how to make your own hand sanitizer. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. A lot of desperate people. I mean, you need your mask, you need your hand sanitizer, you need need your your coffee. coffee. Yeah, (laughs) it makes sense. (laughs) Okay, that was the list of things that we searched. Now we're done. Now we're done. We're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we'll share our latest Christmas Twitter poll. More Back Row Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, Christmas is on Friday, and just like Thanksgiving, many politicians are asking people to do Christmas differently. So we wanted to ask, what is your Christmas going to look like this year? So we gave you four options. Uh, immediate family indoors. So okay. just, just your household, essentially. Uh, extended family indoors, where you're bringing in the grandparents and the aunts and uncles and all that. Uh Social distance outdoors, so outdoors, uh, meaning just like at Thanksgiving, you, you can you can have all your family over, but you got to be outdoors. You got to wear a mask, got to six, sit six feet apart, households and all that kind of stuff. Or just uh, give up on all that and just do a Zoom Christmas. So those are the four options. What do you think number one was? Mm, number one was the second one. Extended family indoors? Yeah. No, that was number two. Okay. 31%. Uh, 57% said immediate family only indoors. Okay. The last one was the outdoor. Ain't nobody going to yes, do Christmas absolutely. outdoors. 2%. Yeah. No, nobody going to do that. Uh, 10% said Zoom Christmas, which yeah. I kind of felt like might be number two, but... Uh, no, I think people are done at this point. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I think just a lot of people are like, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, and they're done with Zoom. They're done yeah. with anything like... That too. <sighs> it was a really fun novelty at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And it has lost its appeal. Yeah. Faux show. Yep. All righty. Let's see here. Let's... Uh, before, before we end our show, um, we do want to invite you to join us for our live... Twitch stream recording of our Christmas special episode. That show will air uh, in the evening on Christmas here on LTN Radio, but you can see us record our mega Christmas episode on twitch.tv slash lovethynerd tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time. So go there right now and follow the channel so you'll get notified when we go live. We've got a lot of fun stuff to cram into that show, and it'll be all capped off with Mo and I doing the one chip challenge. Uh, we've got the boxes actually right here on oh our studio goodness. desk. They've been staring at me. This this frightening coffin shaped box with a, a skull breathing fire on it. Great. So we're just gonna. Great. Whew, it's gonna be fun. Gonna be real fun. Uh, so tune into that tomorrow night, seven p.m. Go to Twitch.tv/slash Love Thy Nerd. Follow right now, so you'll get a notification when we go live. Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Mark eleven twenty three. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, "Be taken up and thrown into the sea," and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles and all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial su supporter of Love Thy Nerd, a partner specifically with uh, LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Follow us on all the socials at, at the Back Row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. 
Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Something along the lines of, your search for the best morning show is over. We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Mo, final thought. Oh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we didn't tell them. Mm. Not tomorrow night, but tomorrow morning. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to tomorrow night, too. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Jesus loves you, nerd.